Here we go with another episode of Just Chirpin' with Jay, Stefan, Brent, and Chris. We'd like to thank our sponsors. First up, Pirani's Hockey World, the play store for the hockey player. On Your Game Pro Shop, skate detailing, tape, and accessories. Skates Pro Shop, skate sticks, pucks, and more. And finally, True Edge, skate sharpening and detailing. Thank you to our sponsors, and we hope that you guys will check them out. And definitely let them know that we sent you. What's up, boys? How's it going, everybody? Hello, everybody. Evening. <laughs> you know what? Good I... evening. Good evening. I'm tuned up already. I'm not, I'm not going to bullshit you. I'm, tu- I'm, I'm tuned up already. I'm looking forward to having a good show. So let's just do this. What's what? Right out of the gate. <laughs> right out of the gate. You know what? I right just, out of the gate. That's my I'm sorry right out right, the let, gate. We're skipping, Chris. Let me go first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready for this. I was like, I whoa, wish whoa. I had like joysticks on both sides. All right, slow down. Without <laughs> rules, what do we have? <laughs> Chaos. Brent, you got to pull the ponies back a little bit here, sorry. bud. Chris, go ahead. <laughs> There's your cue. Per usual, pretty low-key weekend. All right, anyways, guys. Let's, <laughs> just kidding. Every no, week. but, uh, you know, happened to get invited to go out boating on Sunday. Uh, you know, went out with Stefan and his lovely family and his in-laws and definitely got to see his uh, passive-aggressive nature take hold um, while we were out there on the water. How so? <laughs> I love how you call him out without him even knowing like beforehand. Oh, yeah. I love it. It's the favorite. Dude, it's my awkward. favorite. Like his- so, so guys, uh, you see those clouds up there? Do you think no, we should no. put the top up? What about uh, maybe going in, you know, wrapping it up and going over to the other lake and certain people within the party uh, just kind of ignored you. And, you know, next thing we know, everybody's scrambling as there's a downpour coming on he us. While right. <laughs> yes, he was definitely right. And he made sure to bring it up two hey, or three more I times. I said it. I said it. I said it. Well, we, we it wasn't def- quite that obvious, but it was like, <laughs> you know, I mentioned something about the rain. We could have put the top up 10 minutes ago. <laughs> well, I, I actually, I suggested we put the top up when we uh, anchored the boat at the uh, sandbar. Yeah. So, well, we'll just get the bikini cover up and it's not, it just covers a cockpit. It's not a, I believe no. it's a big bimini or anything like that. Oh, no, maybe, oh, never mind. maybe seven it's, feet in length. It's a small bikini top. Oh no, this thing is probably four feet. Oh, okay. Back from just the enough to keep the shade off the driver. If he wants it, you got half the boat shaded depending on the position of the sun. Right, right, right. So I, I suggested we throw that out. My mother-in-law said, no, it's fine. I like the sun. All right, cool. No problem. Black clouds coming. Danelle's laying on the back of the boat where that top is, What wh- the top's underneath where she's laying. Right. So I suggested, hey, we might want to maybe, you know, get that up. For the rain. Just in case it, it does downpour on us. So we just get pelted with rain, right? The boat is flooded the bilge pumps just pumping out water like crazy chris and i are hanging out underneath the lily pad because i well that was the first time i jumped that was the second time that was the the first time they just left me out there in the water that's cool though i love being yeah we were soaking wet the water was warmer than the air in the rain so i jumped out of the boat like gonna pull up stakes and get the heck out of there because on lincoln lake the sun was shining we just basically had a black cloud over blue lake coming through so all of that happens, the sun comes out, we get things dried up a little bit, and then here comes another black cloud. I'm like, all right, we really might want to start packing up. Of course, again, again. Oh, no, no we'll no, be no, fine. No big rush, no big rush. And we get, it wasn't as bad this time, but it was practically hailing uh, the, the first go round. 
I mean, funny. these raindrops are hitting you like softballs. <laughs> That's yeah. Funny. So that's uh, Chris's and my what's what. There you go. Oh, uh, Brent, your turn. <laughs> Actually, come back to me. I got to recap a couple of things. Well, just Chris, that's right all, at it. did Chris do anything else? No, nope. that's the highlight of his <laughs> week. Was hanging out with me and my family. <laughs> Fair enough. Being the what sixth wheel there. Uh, being, so. being on the boat. Cool. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Your turn. I had a nice little weekend. Can't remember what the hell you did, but pretty much, yeah, perfect. But it was no, nice. I uh, I actually got uh, got uh, invited out to Mitch Brandt. I don't know if you guys know him at all. He's usually a, a goalie for Kazi's teams in the tournaments. I've known Mitch and Kazi, you know, close to fifteen years, and Josh and and uh, Andrew Fro- uh, Fuzz. We call him Fuzz. Yeah, all, all those, those guys, guys are great yeah, fellas. Good guys. Had a lot of fun out there, um, and uh, the wedding was at Wildwood Family Farms. And where where is that at? Uh, I want to say it's out there, Alto. Okay, you know it's it's past McCords and 100th Street or 84th Street, roughly. Gotcha. Just to give you an idea. And uh, I went to high school with Justin and got a chance to see him, and it was just a lot of fun. And we got there, you know, right on time. I was actually on time for this one. And uh, Beth and I kind of walked through and tried to get herself a drink, you know. And guy says, nope can't do that and lo and behold guess who's coming around that corner the groom or nope. the bride kazi oh it's lord almighty kazi says come on over you know and kazi had some beers you know and so we had we probably had him tucked underneath that no, tie no, that a, was he, way too long he had, a, he had a cooler you know and if we had more listeners maybe it'd be more refrained but uh he's like you can't give beers to the guest you just can't you know so kazi and mitch get in trouble for you know beth and i having a cocktail and uh I was like, uh, seriously, you know, he's just like, yeah, you know, probably shouldn't do that. You know, I'm like, oh, okay. You know, and Justin comes around the corner. He goes, you know, you can't do that. I go, you realize you can't stop hockey players. He goes, you guys just be smart. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a great, great wedding. It was, it was really nice. It was a great opportunity to uh, get to know uh, Mitch's family a little bit more. Um, weird thing is, is some of you guys that know me, uh, I used to work at the New Salem Corn Maze, and there were some corn mazers even there that I used to work with, so I didn't realize how much white trash was in Mitch. I was just going to say, what kind of a yeah, combination do you totally have Totally ingrained in Mitch. I, it just I, made all, it, it all makes sense now. Mitch is a mechanic, isn't he? Yes, he is. Yep. Yeah, so uh, you, you got to imagine that it's he, he's rough somewhere. around the edges, right? Absolutely. Great somewhere. guy, though. Great oh, heck guy. yeah. Super nice guy. Now, this wedding was a, re, a redo? Is is that my understanding? Yes, it, yes, it was a redo. They uh, Emma and Mitch got married last uh, last year during the the pandemic, if we will, just you know, a little quiet one, just them and maybe some close family. Okay. And so this time they came out and you know did it right. Did it up, had a party, had a party, and had us all out. I'm still and, waiting for my cousin to have his party after he did a small little I shindig. Know. But they're going on what two years now? Three. <sighs> Yeah, you know, well, the wife had already been married, and it was my first. And honestly, I am always been the type of person to kind of go against the grain on things that are like, yeah. But we're still regular. waiting. We're still waiting for the reception. Yeah. So we you were want, like, you want presents well, we, or not? We told everybody we're not doing a big wedding, which we didn't. We got married at the courthouse, and then we invited just as many people that the restaurant would fit, which was like thirty. And so grandmas didn't even make cuts. Unfortunately, yeah. Neither did cousins. Cousins, grandmas. You didn't get invited either. 
No. I was over here all offended, and I realized one, you didn't make it. One, one cousin <laughs> got invited, and that was due to a seating situation to a girl who came. Because he's dating your cousin? I no, know what kind she, of family you are. Now. Uh, we had, <laughs> Melissa had a friend who came by herself, and so I, we didn't have room for two, and anybody else would have a wife. So Needed a plus one. Needed a plus one, and this cousin was single and a good friend of mine, obviously. <laughs> but it worked out. And obviously a better friend yeah, than I Yeah, I'm am. always good to be a plus one. Yeah. Have you seen this here? True that. But <laughs> it was just a dinner thing, and that was it. Um, Everyone paid for their own dinners. Whoa, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, so like we got in and out of this wedding for what our what our clothes costed, and I think it was like 15 bucks to get married at the courthouse. And thank God I didn't have to pay for my own meal and yeah. drinks. My God, that'd be like But we did bucks. say we would throw a party sometime down the road. Yeah, yeah after my, having a baby, you know, and all When my that. sister yeah. could come back from Texas, which is never, so blame yeah. her. Yeah. I knew so I back to you, Brent. Yeah, I want to know why did they not have a bar, or was it just closed? No, when just you hours, up? just hours. Oh. That's all it is. Is you know during uh, the actual the service and stuff like that, <laughs> or the uh, service. Yeah, you yeah. show up to the ceremony, <laughs> yeah. and um, you expect to grab beer out of the cooler that's reserved for the reception. Yes. It's kind of taboo. Yeah, that's kind but of, you know, Kazi, he doesn't he doesn't follow rules. Yeah, have you ever seen Kazi like play by the rules? And the funny thing is, I come around the corner, and, and you know, and I go in there, and all these guys. Shirts, ties, nice slacks, shoes. I'm like, you guys actually look. You guys look good. Somehow you clean up. They fairly cleaned well. up real good. And they all got haircuts. It was the weirdest thing ever. Unbelievable. So, long story short, great wedding. Got to hang out. Um, getting ready to take off, and clearly, um, Beth was already gone because this is kind of where the evening kind of goes a little sideways. We'll call it, Beth left left me there she left me there um <laughs> too bad she didn't leave you forever i know uh she went to an avocado party okay well, that sounds way more fun yeah and you know what this avocado party was a mile and a half away from this wedding so oh perfect you could walk there and see now you get my thing so i'm prepared to start walking because he shows up with the golf cart and he's gonna drive no, you <laughs> jackson jackson's kind of uh we'll call getting restless okay yeah it's a little bit later and he's getting restless five and and a half year old Yep. stuff like that happens and uh, i'm like well you know i was prepared to walk i guess i was starting to get ready for it you know i was having tequila sunrises and beer all night you know at what point did they put the amber alert out because you and jackson were missing no no they didn't didn't (laughs) get that far i actually pulled off a pretty slick move because jackson wanted to show me the new car and i knew Lindsay wanted to get going and said, well, let's go for a test drive. Oh, look at you go. And sure enough, Jackson sprints to the car. He opens the door for me. He puts in the code. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Lindsay's looking at me. She's like, well played. Mm. Got in the car. I was over at the avocado party. And then kind of shit went sideways from there again. So, no, great night. I had a lot of fun this Sounds weekend. Sounds like a blast. No wonder why you couldn't remember shit. Yeah, dude. It was, you know what? Tequila. I, I knew it as soon as it touched my lips. It was mm-hmm. just going to, I was just here to have fun. You got to stay away from those tequila sunrises. Oh, I do like They should tequila. call them a tequila sunset. My God. Oh, no. Sunrise. I mean, everything's warming up. Why do they, <laughs> they call them roofies? You're more likely to end up on the floor than the roof. Which I found weird because I was sitting there laying in the middle of the, uh, the yard out there. And it was like, nobody touched me. <laughs> <laughs> Stefan, uh, go ahead. Let's recap what you had going on. So I 
I gave you guys a little foreshadowing of the big uh, 10 year anniversary celebration. Yes. So a little recap on how the weekend went. Chris touched a little bit on the tail end of it there. Um, we, uh, so Danelle had to work on Friday. So I ended up with Friday off because materials weren't on site and it was last minute. So yep. I rounded up a couple of guys and we went and, and hit nine holes. Well, nine, ten, about 11 holes Okay, in the morning. And all the boys were like, thanks for spending your anniversary with me. <laughs> like, yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for hanging out with me. She. So this was in the morning. Okay. Uh, she got out of work at one. I was had everything packed up. Oh, Off kosher. we went. We had a nice. tea time for 3 p.m. We had plenty of time to get sorted out. Hit a few balls before we went out there. Off we went. This bitch birdied a hole that I double bogeyed. Okay. I'm All gonna, on her own. I'm going to ignore the first part, but way to go, Danelle. My God. Did she just crush it? She crush it. It's a par three, and she duffed the drive okay and it bounced off the cart path and rolled two feet away from the hole <laughs> <laughs> she's like now i get it now is, is that good uh is that good and I, i'm like I'll, I'll go over here and find my ball that i skied past the green by about 30 yards let's Are play you your good? shot is she is she a pretty good golfer somehow some way she's pretty decent yeah. she doesn't hit them far but she hits them straight Okay. So we, we, we golfed our nine holes, and then after that, I took her out to a nice fancy dinner at Denny's, and she got the Grand Slam. Big day, um, big day. No, we really went to Reds. <laughs> and then from there, we picked Case up. And um, Where did you say you go? We went to Reds over at Thousand oh, yeah. Oaks. Yeah. Um, you know, had a couple flays, uh, and then picked Case up and went back home, and he decided that he wanted to sleep in between us, so the getting wasn't good, and uh, Daddy got nothing. Mm. And and you took her to Reds. And Aunt Flo came into town. So yep, here I am. Wow. Yeah. But did you play like on Monday? You know, when we posted our last podcast, did you play about the part that you celebrated her? I told her about it. Yeah, but she was she was still a little distraught about how late I got home after the last yeah, recording. You know what, Denel? Denel, you are a good woman. She doesn't listen. You don't have to talk to her. <laughs> uh, I think you and Beth need to hang out. <laughs> I think you have a lot in common. <laughs> but, you know, you know, summing it all up, uh, we had a, a a great weekend, and it was um, awesome. It was really nice to uh, celebrate our ten year in good fashion. I think we did it up pretty good. Oh, congr- seriously, I was, uh, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's uh, really hard to believe how fast 10 years goes, and we've got five-and-a-half-year-old thrown in there. Yeah. Uh, it's wild. You know, it's very kind of sentimental. That's why I brought it up last week. Um, it actually and, and is and a I'm big recapping deal. It. I know yeah. we poke a lot of fun and make a lot of poor choices, you know, but seriously, 10 years is something to be commended about. I mean, that's probably Thank you. It's probably four or five years longer than I've ever did. So, I... yeah, <laughs> hey, I'll never do it again. <laughs> Is this why you're making us go on a trip so you can bring it up again in November? Well, I might come. Yeah, well, I'll definitely mention that when we get close to it. But yeah, you know, just a little foreshadowing. The wife and I are going on a little trip to Vegas with a handful of friends. My best man, Chris, is going to join us again and and do a, what, what, what do they call it? Like a, a reprisal renewal of his position in the wedding. Re- oh, I didn't know about all that, but. Well, you, 
why the hell why why the hell would you go to vegas with me and not be my best man when i get remarried you dipshit i don't know are you, is you, rick you, you think i was gonna ask rick yeah. so wait you gotta you gotta rewrite a speech I'm yeah kind, I'm oh kind, great kind of if i still have that i bet it's somewhere around here. just read the old one yeah, yeah. i was gonna say bring it right back nostalgia yeah so we'll, I could just make up anything. Well, You'd be like, oh, it's even better 10 years after. Yeah, I totally understand. Yeah, yeah. Getting married once was great, and they had to do it again. I don't remember what Mitch's friend said on the Facebook post. They thought, oh, yeah. oh, oh being married was so nice, they did it twice or something. Yeah. Some crap like that. Yeah, going well, from Father Vu to uh, Elvis is going to be a big Big shift. It's going to be a big leap up from a Catholic church to a uh, <laughs> chapel on the strip. But uh, yeah, Whoa. so we'll get it, into that a little bit more as we approach November cool. and uh, go from there. So let's wrap up this what's what with. Um, Does Jay have anything anchor. to add? Yeah, yeah I was that's what I'm say. saying. Let's wrap it up with uh, with the the, the big. The big cheese over All right, here. somebody set the timer because Jay, Jay usually you. goes. Yeah. yeah, what you got? What's, what's new? What's going on? I thought we was wrapping up the podcast by now. All right, cool. Um, thanks for listening. Check us out on Just Chirping. How long have we been on here? <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. Um, I uh, I would say Sad Friday had a great get-together. Um, a good friend. Uh, th- decided to throw a cookout grill out, you know, and everyone brought food. And I don't know about you guys, but like to get to be around good people and like that kind of thing after this COVID thing, like that's the first time I've done anything like that. The most the most people I've been around in one sitting, for the most part. Did you were freak you, the f out? A little anxious? No, it was like that's good. I was like, it was outside, and it did you was, have your little noodle was, hat on to keep everyone six feet away? <laughs> well, I worked. It was refreshing. I worked in, in the morning and got there a little late, and then I just like dove right into my family, and we were by the lake because he lives on the lake. Nice. It was really nice. Um, so that was fantastic, and then that was on Saturday, and then Sunday, my we had a, a full family. My wife's like entire family got together on the river. Um, and those were the pictures that you saw earlier. Yes, I did see Facebook. those on Facebook. Yep. Yes. So that was from then, uh, which was awesome just to see all of them. It's been a minute since we've all got to kind of get together and hang out. The weather was kind of dumpy, but... Did you guys go tubing or just hang out on we the just, riverbanks? Yeah, we just went... They had a boat. We were oh, on okay. a pontoon, and uh, then Melissa's brother has an, uh, you know, like a speedboat or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he, he took the kids around a little bit, but for the most part, we just went and docked and hung out on the pontoon and it's like uh yeah sand dunes and stuff kind of where kind of over where we were for hot boat right by the dam uh consumers beach uh um, kind of right over there yeah just a little bit farther so down they call it frog pond but you were, you were north of hardy dam and north mm-hmm. of consumers beach yeah, yeah yeah oh all right so you were on the muskegon yeah yeah on the muskegon river very yeah. nice yep. that sounds fun yep so that was uh pretty cool and then today uh, my dad's birthday is this weekend, but we went and celebrated golf with him, and uh, I had another chip in today, so that was pretty cool because you were the witness of my first oh one this my year. Gosh, that was that one was crazy, dude. That was that was professional golfers don't make that shot yeah, ever. That one was insane. Brent, come back! <laughs> don't give up on. But us. I did have a probably <laughs> I would say all of. All of 40 to 50 yards today. I chunked my... Well, I didn't really chunk it. I hit a really good iron shot on a par three, but the wind just ate it, and it fell very short. So, uh, and I had not to mention, I had been 
one putting a lot today. So getting up and down. So my chipping was pretty good and I had skimmed the cup a couple times, but, uh, yeah, put her right in. So for a nice birdie. Awesome. So that awesome. was, you know I mean? When you do that in any round, that just feels really good. So right. to have two in one year versus like, I think I've only had three. My, you're talking not two life. in one year. We're talking two within three weeks yeah. and you're, you're, you're just glazing right past this the listeners need to know <laughs> if you've ever played the ninth hole at thousand oaks which you probably didn't because you don't know a member like i do yeah yeah true that. jay skied pat <laughs> north of the green <laughs> and he is up on the hill by the cart path right by the clubhouse in the tall weeds three foot high yeah and definitely he, shin high he walks up there with his putter. Yes, <laughs> that was an eye high. You could barely see over those. It was fair. Yeah, for me, fair actually, enough, yeah. if Jay was wearing camo, to be fair, we wouldn't have known he was. Nobody even, even knew I was up there until I yelled. So all of a sudden, he says, "Hey, I'm going to fire one in," and we all look up. And so the elevation from the green to where Jay is is hitting the ball from is probably. 30 feet. That's what I was going to say. 30 feet. About roughly. 30 feet. And a steep and the grade. Distance, yeah, and he's on a mountain. And the distance from the pin to where he is at is probably, I'd say 50. Yeah, 60, I would say 50. 50, 60 so feet. So it's a, yeah. And well, it, the hit, But the hill runs like straight down on a steep grade and stops right at the green, which continues to run downhill. And then. But it goes really tall grass to then rough, which only for like four feet, then to fringe for two feet, then to green, and then the pin is just downhill the whole way. So like impossible to to like if you didn't put it in the hole, it was gone. You were going back by yeah. the T box. Yeah, yeah. It was and gone. this was a par five. Mm-hmm. Hitting so, five, by the way, because I cranked it out of the sand once oh I chunked short into and cranked out up on top of that hill. He got the son <laughs> of a bitch for par and I I I'm not shitting you. He took it right off the top of the hill. Cleared the fringe. Well, it probably went up Landed, thirty feet in the, the air. It was like it I was, cracked it. It was up. Yeah, it went it, straight up. You you hit a sixty, didn't you? Yeah, I hit my sixty. You hit so. a sixty, go straight up, and it lands just outside the fringe, and rolls right into the damn cup. So, in true hockey player fashion, a celly was necessary. This celly wasn't like your average celly. <laughs> he did it big. Oh, he did it big. He lost his. Freaking golf almost, club. I, I, I almost convinced find, you I guys couldn't that find, I couldn't find, find his golf club, club or his hat. <laughs> yeah. He rolled down the hill. I flipped. I did a flip. Oh, you did a flip. The hat goes the flying. The, the wedge goes this way. <laughs> Putter went that way. And it we're like, Jay, nice. You know, and he's looking around. It took me a couple minutes to find, time. Time. find stuff. Yeah, he collected his Phones effects. over here, wallets oh over there. Oh, my gosh. It was amazing. So yeah. you, you did it again, you lucky son of a yeah, gun. Yeah, today wasn't that cool. It was an uphill, so I was chipping uphill. But, yeah, I'll chip in, man. It, well, let's t- – you know, cool. I got chipping. But let's just point out the fact that Markin got green t- pants, had two chip-ins <laughs> the same day that I got my first chip-in. At that same Thousand Oaks. He had two that day. Two so. that day. The second one he put up, he he, he was blinded he by the hill. And we're like, oh, my gosh. Hit the and pin. He, and he <laughs> thought we, we were screwing with him. And he starts climbing up the hill. And he's like, shut up, guys. There's no way. He tanked it. It was going off the green. It, he hit the pin and dropped right in the damn Dro- hole. That was the second one. It was pretty cool. First one was a nice That's a great rolling. story. Congratulations, Mark. And I'm going to go grab another <laughs> beer. <laughs> hey, grab me one while you're up, hey, would you? There, there are things you, you sell. I mean, they were – those are awesome when those happen. And yep. my game was kind of like – so I played really – 
pretty decent. I shot a 43 on the first nine, so that bad. Um, and then I put that in, and I was going into hole f- hole 14. I was one over, so that's good. And and the listeners yeah. need to know too that Jay counts the stroke if you get a club length relief. Uh, Jay counts the stroke for himself if he takes two off the tee. Uh, Jay will take an yeah. extra stroke if he looks so at he the ball the wrong rules. way. <laughs> I, I well, he golfs like he's on the PGA Tour. Yeah, well, he's not out there like, hey, we're golfing for fun. We can kick the ball over here a little bit. Why hit yeah. there when you can hit out of the out of the fairway? I will say today I there was a there was a shot where I, it was by chance I even found my ball, and it was buried. Uh, and hitting against the grain and probably grass that was seven inches long. I pulled my ball out to make sure it was my ball and then dropped it on top, you which again, set it down. It, no, no, I dropped it, but <laughs> I it, would have said it, it didn't, down. it didn't tuck back under the grain. It laid on top. So that could have been a two swinger. I think that's legit because I watched you hit out of a sewer drain once you did with brand that. new golf clubs. <laughs> brand new to you golf clubs. I'm yeah. like, you're an idiot. Yeah. That was a good but shot. But you, you picked that thing out of there clean. <laughs> so yeah. I'll give it to you. Yeah. On that one, you're definitely playing by the rules. You know, golfers like Chris and I, I uh, apologize for speaking for you, but we're uh, a little more, hey, well, dude, if listen. If I was three feet this way, I would have hit it here. Let's that play doesn't. It it, that's I have nothing against this, and I know a lot of golfers talk about this because this is a big thing in the golf world. But like my dad today, like my mom and my dad both counting every single stroke and like getting frustrated because the score was high. And I'm like, you guys, my mom like standing in a hole where the ball is like level with her chest, and I'm like. Move the ball three feet, Crystal. Like, <laughs> what is it gonna hurt to right. move it? You're gonna be upset. Just, just move it. Don't bother bringing a scorecard. Yeah. Just golf. We weren't playing for money. If we're not playing for money, yeah. I don't care what anybody does. I'm, I'm fair I'm, enough. I, got I am no... way too laissez-faire for golf. I, I seriously, if you're, if I'm gonna have somebody down my neck going, you gotta count that. You gotta count. If that. it's for money, then yes. You know but what? No. Well, Otherwise, don't golf no. with Jay. Yeah. yeah, that's why I don't golf with Jay. I'm serious. I. <laughs> You, know you wondered why you didn't get a text. <laughs> right, right. I actually yeah, started no thinking kidding. about that. I'm like, well, I guess that could be. I'd right. rather just, That's you know, not the case. everybody tees off and mine goes into the left field and, you know, everybody else is down the middle. I can say, fuck it. I don't need that ball anymore. We're playing golf, not baseball. You know, you know what I'm getting oh, at. Oh, I get you now. You know, and I'd rather just, I'd rather just come out, you know, go out there and be like, whatever, drop a ball. I don't care about have the score. I don't care it. about any of that stuff. No, have fun with it. What we're out you there know, for is connecting nice shots. I honestly know, thought a little that bit of a game in a couple of weeks, we're going to do a show where we're actually on the golf course with you. We have to do that very soon. Like on, a, on the golf course with Brent and Chris. Dude, we're I, all I got the doing a foursome, yeah, us four. For, bring the board, get for the a show. going. Yeah, for just, a show. And just screw around. Dude, that would be I don't, awesome. I don't know. I'm I'm sweating already, and you just mentioning that, my anxiety went through the roof. Relax. You're I, with I, the boys. I don't even have, like, a pair of khakis. No, I you want you to wear the most ridiculous clothes on. you have to yeah, see if you can get you us kicked off the course. Kilts. We'll go to the... Oh, yeah, can I wear my I kilt? I want your SpongeBob. Yeah. Can I, I wear want, a kilt? Yes. Honestly, I want you to wear your kilt and your SpongeBob shirt at the same time. We will uh, We'll Man. take you to the Moose Lodge where there's no dress code, and we're not going to piss anybody off. And they do match, so that does make sense. Yeah. You might raise a few eyebrows up there. It is Sparta. I oh, I, oh, it is. Uh, I get <laughs> eyebrows Sparta. raised with my satchel. So. Not in a good way. 
Whatever. Most I mean, importantly, they, though, yeah, I want to know her time about the satchel, but you keep your things in there, and yeah. there's Skittles in there. And and, and are all, they and super lots strict? Of- I see. I'm already nervous. <laughs> no. I, I feel no, some guy, some little park ranger is gonna come out and say the, you can't at, do not that. Not at the Moose Lodge. Not at the Moose Lodge. Anywhere no, but else. I want to know. Most importantly, so this was to celebrate your dad's birthday. Yes. Did you beat him or let him win? No, my dad shot a really high score, and I shot actually one of my better rounds this year. How did Brian shoot? Uh, one stroke over my round. Ah, nice. <laughs> beat the big brother. Beat <laughs> yeah. dad. Mom doesn't even count. Yeah, Brian played oh, a really boy. Brian played a really good back Push. nine. Not a sponsor yet. Do you let him know that there's a new young buck in town and, you know, <laughs> yeah. dad's no, so, time is so to go out to pasture. Speaking of this, so it's really funny because my dad has a 64-degree wedge. Now, I I have been told by some really good golfers that I'm stupid for carrying a 60-degree wedge because they're just so hard to hit. They really are. If, if you're not perfect every time, they don't go well. I agree. I use mine around the green mostly with, like, your 15-foot chips because I like the backspin that I get. Well, and Brian will only use that degree club out of the out of the sand. Right. So I use it like you do, too. Right. I'm just around the green. I do hit it from, like, 60 out sometimes, but that's where it gets me. So, regardless, yeah. my dad has a 64, and he doesn't hit – wedges the best um he he says he used to back in the day but like he hit this wedge i don't know five times today and had terrible like i just i'm like dad don't hit that thing hit the like, 56 hit your 56 just, and just hit the yeah. 56 and hit it soft so he's like oh, i used to be able to hit it so i'm beating him tremendously <laughs> which is fine i'm not even keeping score or his score i don't care but I beat the bag the last the hole man. The last hole, he stripes this wedge, right? And it flies. It, it's the prettiest shot I've seen all day, except it lands like 20 foot short of the pin. But as it's flying in there, he goes, Hey, Jay, how do you like that 64 degree wedge? And then it lands and it's like 20 feet short. And I'm like, Yeah, but it's super short. And <laughs> Thumbs he's up, like, Dad. He's like, Ah, oh, I crushed it. And I'm like, All right. Fair enough. Like, I'll give that to you. But it was just funny because I'm like, he's got to yell it as it's in the air flying. And he's like, how do you like that wedge? How do you like them apples? Because my dad is not the guy to be wearing khakis in a in a no. polo. No. If my dad's like, can you take your shirt off there? Did you? Like, that's yeah, my I know. I said, I, seriously, before you said that, I'm over here going, man, I wonder if I could like just take my shirt yeah, off yeah, and get that's, some sun while that's I'm my dad. Shirts required? Which yeah, at so the Moose Lodge, you could probably get away with it. Oh, yeah. I think you could get away with it. At, like, can I wear sandals or do I actually need my like golfing oh, you, shoes? You don't need any. You can wear can barefoot. barefoot. You can go barefoot. My brother barefoot, barefoot golf for years. Seriously? You can do whatever you want. Stick those nasty toes right into the ground like a pterodactyl and... Yep, I you wouldn't recommend it on one because there's a lot of goose poo all over the place. But um, you could pretty much do whatever you want. You probably want to at least have a tank top on, um, especially if you're going into the facility. But once you're out on the golf course, anything goes as long as you're not defacing property. And I'm not going to deface property. Besides, no, I know being how there. you drive golf carts. No, that's you, why Chris will be driving you. You have to. Uh, <laughs> that's why I'm not Chris riding with Brent. Will um, <laughs> or driving. I'm not driving Mr. Brent. Saddle up, partner. Drive him as day. <laughs> no, but Shoot. you do have to wear a shirt. I don't know if that was covered. Um, but you do have to wear a shirt while out on the course. You need to find shirt. There's not very many places these days that allow you to play without a shirt. Yes. Yeah, I think it's it's required. Nobody wants to see your man. No leaves. shoes, no shirt, no sucky. I mean, <laughs> no hockey. I That's don't. What he meant yeah. to say. I don't have a shirt that has a collar on it. That's yeah, you, you don't, don't need, you don't need that. Shirt there. Yeah. Yeah. I wear that because I feel Sparta. better about myself. Oh, Chris clearly wears those. I do have flannel. 
Oh, you can wear flannel. Well, we're not Cedar Springs, but whatever. Yes. Chris, would you say half the fun of golfing is dressing up? I think that's all not really. I, I wear I golf polos like every nice. day. Yeah, so. I was gonna say you pretty much <laughs> yeah, wear a polo. For him, he's just wearing shirts, a t-shirt. Yeah. To us. <laughs> Timmy's dressing down to go yeah. golf. Well, what do you guys say we um, we jump into some of the news and sure, stuff that's going on? What do we have on, going huh? on? Oh, I don't know. We're all gonna die. Um, <laughs> Delta. Uh, yeah. yeah, the Delta variant. I want to hear more about this because I don't know much about it. Well, apparently it's a lot more contagious than the previous version of COVID or whatnot. Yeah. Um, apparently the vaccinated people can go ahead and spread it to those that are unvaccinated at like 20 time, 25 times greater rate or something like that. So I don't know. We'll see if we have some super spreader events coming in. So and this vaccine is a Band-Aid, basically, that is washing off in the shower. I'm not a doctor. I, no, I don't yeah, know. have no idea on that. All I know is that That's cases have been up uh, 165% over the last week throughout it, the state. Right, but what's the death? Is the death toll raising just as much? Uh, funny they don't mention death tolls That's that funny. much anymore. Yeah, I was but, just going to say um, that. They haven't mentioned anything about... Uh, death, but they're talking about the whole south southern portion of Michigan. They want everybody, whether you're vaccinated or not, to wear a mask while you're indoors. Right, because it is increasing 165 percent. Yeah, we went enough. from 88 cases in the state to 233, and we're now in in the state. Yes, in the and state. That's, you're of, not saying uh, hundred thousand. You're no. saying hundred. Yes. Okay. Um, so they use big numbers like we're up thousand percent, but no, one hundred and sixty-five percent. We're up one hundred sixty-five percent, but we only went from eighty-three to two hundred. Okay. Right. <laughs> and they're in. Did that 80- math just hit you? No. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the like, way you delivered that, I was well, looking at you and I'm like, like, "Did you forget some zeros? Because you're making this sound like a big deal." Right. I, I like I'm on Jay's page for this. Oh no! All I'm you see on the news is a uh, hundred and sixty-five percent increase in, in thirty-nine counties out of eighty-three. Those are the numbers that like really you you know people will keep they they picture they frame it in a way. With one hundred sixty percent, there was more than two hundred sixty some abortions this year in Michigan. I can imagine this more than probably in the last three imagine. weeks. But we're not allowed to talk about that or I, it, or cigarette death related. Yeah, you know, with with I don't know with or what, suicide with with uh, with what Chris just said here. You know, I get nervous jumping on that. Like, I have my thoughts, I have my feelings, but then I don't want to be the guy who's like, "Yep, he did a podcast and he said it." Next thing you know, I'm that one guy. You know, <laughs> I just. I, I, I Brent, I, they have a ventilator with your name on it. Yeah, I feel like that's the way it's gonna be. I, I you know what? I, I, I really do not uh, know what to exactly say. I'm just gonna probably say how I feel. I mean, I feel like the the nation's been divided for over a year now, and uh, you know what? Uh, you just gotta do what you gotta do to make yourself feel comfortable and safe, and you know, don't infringe on others. I guess, you know, it's respect. Others is still kind of my staple of what I want to be on, but it is, it is so hard. Uh, I unfortunately started watching the news a little, a little bit more again, and I knew I shouldn't have. Don't don't uh, do that. I know. I I, I got sucked in again because well, the variant came out, you know, they get you with fear. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to, this show's not about what Jason thinks about this. Yeah. Let's remember that. 
You know, and like I, I sit there and I watch one channel and I'm like, you guys are absolutely batshit nuts. And then I watch the next channel and I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys are, you know, I, oh, I'm totally on board. And then I see something in between and I'm just like, I don't know what to do anymore. And then you realize yeah, you're confused and scared. And so you just yeah, listen yeah, to the advice. The whole thing, I don't, the, the, the whole, whole thing that's been happening over the last year, we don't even, we don't even have to get into everything at any great lengths. This, this is all feels like just such a game. I feel like I'm in the biggest video game of my life and and, and uh, i went from like kind of like whatever to now i'm starting to get pissed you know uh i don't know what's going to happen i don't know uh somebody who runs entertainment things you don't know if your doors are going to be closed you don't know if what's going to happen uh you got to wear a mask can't be in you know and I, I heard scary stuff coming out of other i say scary you know i just i can't imagine going up to a door and some guy go oh are you vaccinated yes or no you can't come in you don't you don't have a right to tell tell you know people that you know people got a choice you know if they want to get vaccinated great if they don't want to get vaccinated fine you know and, and it just i don't know i just struggle well, with the whole i mean thing. Uh, the whole thing is just the whole thing just is, I, all right I, nobody knows which way is up anymore. exactly that's i guess that's where thing. i'm at Who, who do you believe? Who do you trust? What's trust right? What's no wrong? I that's, just a, that's the biggest thing. Trust no one. Yeah. Listen, there is always right. a side to every single situation. But I saw a post the other day that kind of put things into perspective a little bit for me to just kind of let go of people having a side. For example, I know I made the abortion comment, but somebody had said pro-choice, like my body, my choice, right? Why does that not stand with the vaccine? Because it doesn't fit I the agree agenda. With you, 100%. you know what I mean? So yes. like, so there's there's just there's just things where I just say it, there's no logic to it. It's it's literally just choosing a side to anything that has started these fights with people. Like I like purple. Purple's stupid. You're dumb because you like purple. Like right. literally, I feel like right now where we're at, fights are a, a legit. That fight could be started over, over stupid yeah. stuff. You know like, what I mean? Hey, I, I'm pro-life, but if somebody has an abortion, who the hell am I to yeah. say anything to them you about it? I, I don't. I can just say nothing and have whether my you agree or disagree. It. Right? You know what? Like, uh, it's your uh, choice. You know, since you, you know, the, yeah, the, that topic. Hey, you're able to go do it. Then do what you got to do. Like, since that topic's been brought up, abortion. I'll say this: I'm pushing fifty. I know a few of my good friends that unfortunately has made that choice i'd say from my standpoint unfortunately or probably, fortunately yeah. you, you don't bring a kid into a terrible yeah, relationship they, that's kind of what i'm getting they at here probably regret you, their decision later know, in life and now some of these some of these people were early in my life you know we'll say 20s or before actually God, that was a, a long ass time know, ago it, wasn't it it's almost 30 years this? you no kidding that's my job man. to remember all right grandpa um, you know, and some of them are two, uh, I'll say a couple of them, you know, that, that I have talked to and, and one of them is like, you know what? I am so happy that I did that. I was in a real bad spot. I don't know what was good. You know, what would have happened if I, this would, you know, and their life situation was clearly different. And the other person was, you know what? It's like, oh my gosh, I wish I never did that. You know, but who am I to judge? Yeah. We, you know, it's it, like, right. you know, and I think that's probably where a lot of my frustration, anger is, is like. We don't know what people think and feel from the other side of the fence. And who yeah. am I to tell Dude. somebody? At, you know, Every exactly. view is different from yes. every position. Like all of us looking at those bush cans, 
We can Whoa, all sit there. Sponsor, We're yeah. all looking at the same exact can, but yet all of us are seeing different portions well, of it. I see mountains over here. Right, I don't see know, any But mountains. you see green hills over there. Right. You know, so, little things like that. Absolutely. And, you know, not to mention, too, like, you know, I want to bring this back to Stefan. You you and your wife, you know, I don't know if it's super public, but. Oh, it's okay. Having a baby would be, like, the biggest blessing to have one as easily as some people can, and then for some people to just go do what they do. You're, you're but damn you're right. you're still sitting here saying, it's your choice. It's yeah. it's not for me to judge right. you on it. I don't have to agree with what you do. Yeah. It's, in my opinion, I think it's a, sh- a shame that that is available, but I'm not regulating it, so I can't do anything about it. Yeah. Well, it's again, this comes back to like, clearly, we can't even... You can't even vote different than me without me disowning you as a friend these Apparently days. we can't oh, yeah. be friends anymore yeah. if you're left wing and I'm right wing. Right. Or I'm left wing and you're right wing. And that's wing. what's sad. Now we can't that. be friends anymore. I almost left the show last week because Jay said I couldn't say the F word. That's how bad it is. That's how bad it is. I just want to give some more context <laughs> on the tough cli- climbing out there. Yeah, we got, we got off on a ramp a rampage yeah. there. I, I don't I'm going to bring this back in here. Dial Within it. Kent County, we've had 18 reported cases of the Delta variant. Since when? Over the last week. Okay. How do they know that it's a variant? Because when I had COVID, it's, it's quote science. unquote, had COVID, nobody told me what variation of COVID I had. In fact, they said, isolate yourself. And I heard nothing from anybody until my 10 days was up and still have not heard from the health department or anybody about it. Nobody told me what particular strain of the virus I had. For all I knew, I had the the sniffles as we joked about it early on. I actually have the schedule of variants that are going to be coming out till March 23rd on my phone just so I'm ready. You to got see hockey hold them. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, did, I, I, like, I literally saw a post about, you know, and like I said, hey, what's real, what's not, you know. And it has variant names all in, all the way till March 2003. So I put it on my phone so that as the months go by, I want to see if the names actually keep up with it's like it. Bingo. See, yeah, <laughs> to see if it's actually real, like a real thing or not a real thing. So you, you know, know the variants ahead of time? Oh, yeah. No, I can, I'll show you after the show. Oh, Absolutely. I can't wait to see this. Speaking of variants, somebody's got to keep You're laughing because you probably saw the same list I did. No, I haven't seen that oh, list, but I'm just wondering what these that deer... Checks out. Within the uh, state of Michigan, of thought, because it was released earlier this week, uh, the DNR put out a report that 76 <laughs> out of 113 deer tested positive for the uh, COVID-2 uh, antibodies, which is the virus that causes COVID-19. So now we can give this okay. coronavirus Wait to a our whoa, whoa, whoa. pets? I, I am not a veterinary person. I'm not a doctor, but I'm a little confused here. Um, I want to know how you got in within six feet of a deer. Yeah. <laughs> 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 hey, come on and over that's here. That's a dumb deer that deserves to catch COVID. The first, the first thing is Are they though, pulling the crowd. Coronavirus in the period is an animal virus, is it not? Well, uh, we we are considered animals, are we not? Uh, yes and no. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not a doctor. I have, uh, I've no, never played one at a Halloween a party doctor, or anything. Maybe and, somebody could call into the show or no. And that's like, this is kind of where I, I struggle a little bit. You know, it's like, yeah, okay, coronavirus okay. too. Yeah. And a deer, I can see sure. this. So deer are mammals. Yeah. Humans are mammals. Yep. Right? Yep. So what what is the difference in genetic makeup if this is a respiratory illness? Well, right? The way that the virus, uh, 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 you know, like I said, I'm not a doctor. I'm just 
kind of talking. But none, from, none of us are, yeah, just so you from, listeners from, know. From what I what I've heard is that our clearly our bodies are different. You know, they're made up differently in the molecules uh, or diseases or whatever. You, I don't know how to word it. Cannot be absorbed into our bodies because sure. we don't have the the same setup as an animal. Like an animal might have bigger capillaries i don't know you know what i'm kind of there, there's a at. lot of variants yes. i get i i say that tongue-in-cheek i'm yeah. just kind of I, i'm a little uh, because what's what, the word i'm looking for uh befuddled yeah i'm I, I don't even know what to confused think yeah, for I, lack of a better word well yeah. i can see why you're confused because right here it says that the washington post is claiming that well it's your Right. Go on. Fair enough. But the Delta variant <laughs> is more transmissible than smallpox, the common cold, season flu, and as contagious as chickenpox. It's also believed to spread to be spread easier by vaccinated individuals than previous strains through though unvaccinated remains eight times more likely to get sick and twenty five more times likely to get hospitalized. But again, the fact that it's saying it's greater in vaccinated Jumps right down to Fauci saying that this whole thing is not going to stop until we all get vaccinated. So that yeah. how can you that, not be confused? That's a whole lot of horseshit, in my opinion. Yeah. And if this virus was man-made in a lab somehow, we got to find this guy. I think and, they just uh, want everybody's you don't DNA. You need to look far. It's Fauci. This is bullshit. <laughs> it's, it's so stupid. We, we have all this going on. How about, I don't know. You can't call it a vaccine. Unless it can keep you from getting it. Like, we have a chicken pox whoa, 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 vaccine. But again, we got to make sure. equals cure. We got to make I sure. That's really. the way I've always interpreted it. I thought so. No, no, not cure. Because you get a flu vaccine, you still get the flu. Yeah. It's just they, to help. Just to, they should have called that a vaccine. It's to help cut it, the chances of getting it down. That's what it's supposed they, to be. They oh, shouldn't oh, call that a vaccine. So sign me up. I'll go get Anyways, it. Anyways, uh, you know, we all have degrees in science and stuff but speaking of somebody who I does did go to a, central michigan well, i definitely have a bs degree. well we all have opinions that's for sure <laughs> um the former president of caltech and nobel prize winning virologist dave uh dr david baltimore um was just speculating well basically reading between the lines he inferred that it was man-made and released from a lab whether by accident or whatever right. else but well, i thought that was that was fair game news that came out months ago that this came out of a lab in uh, uh, the news is starting to uh catch up with what some people were saying over a year so ago. i get they're so. testing viruses and strains and things I, like I, that to i heard vaccines I, and somehow legitimately, i legitimately heard for myself about the the lab and the release of it last January or February. I, I oh, can yeah. say that, you know, and it was, uh, you know. So that was a year into it. No. No. I that said was last. like literally before it came here. Yes. Wait, wasn't so January of 2020. Yes. Okay. I, I follow you now. Sorry. Yep. My bad. March is when I, already I, heard I feel about like it. I've been in this thing for like, I don't know. Eight years. No, it's yeah, too long. Jeez, you know, and eh. the the un, I think eh. I think the unfortunate side of all of it is <laughs> if there can't if there can't be like some kind of consistency and message, you're gonna get people like us sitting at this table, maybe with our different points of views and stuff. How can you get everybody to buy into something if you can't agree publicly? You're 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 giving us the message that you're you're even confused. Divide and conquer, my friend. Yep. Divide that's kind of, that's and I'm conquer. That's, that's probably the best thing I've heard all night. It is. 
CCP. Boycott the Olympics next year. Anyways, um, Jay, can you hit the little year. button? Yes. Oh, well, did we talk about the COVID and deer real quick? Yep. Yeah, we, we, just we, we just did. We actually just, we just did. We just, we just did. Yeah. Sorry, my brain is going like this is a this is a touchy topic for me. So my brain is I'm like sure. I'm not saying everything that's in my brain because everyone has an opinion, and I'm not going to use this platform to shove my opinion down your throat. I'm not trying to. But shove I, my no, no, no. Brent, I think we're Brent all just kind of we all we all pointed our where we stand, <laughs> but I'm also not going to use it to to do that. But yes, are you ready? Not quite yet. I just want to say hope and prayers to these deer that have. Have the COVID two antibodies in them. Well, yeah, hopefully sure. the antibodies. Well, I want to hunt this year, so come on now. No, eat your deer. <laughs> eat your get deer. the coronavirus. I, we probably could have uh, used this little music at the <laughs> beginning of all of this stuff, but <laughs> yeah, fair well, enough. Well, now we'll go into the real conspiracy. It's stuff. so organic. Uh. There we go. So, <laughs> I thought I thought the to, button would go away. Well, away. I also thought it was going to keep going. Yeah, that so. was awfully <laughs> anticlimactic. Awesome, perfect. Well, not so much anticlimactic, climatic, climax. Just Next. skip it. Uh, anticlimactic. Um, over the last couple of weeks, well, I guess starting on July 10th, um, there's been some unfortunate incidences of police officers killing themselves, suicide in quotes on that, um, of officers that were involved in the January 6th uh, riots, insurrections, takeover, peaceful protest, however you want to put it, of the U.S. Capitol. So we had one. The first one was on July 10th. Then last Thursday, so a couple weeks ago, another officer committed suicide. And then over the weekend, coming into this Monday, uh, two were announced dead that had committed suicide so i I call i call complete bs on all this they were they were gunned down by the clinton family just like (laughs) harvey fucking weinstein oh Oh, wow What was that I, a I hot take or no? Yeah. You know, you know, I, I, just, I, uh, uh, comical. I, never, I feel, I feel like Hillary's looking down on me right now. I'm going to your next. <laughs> hey, if you don't, if you don't hear from any of us next week, it's because Hillary got, you us. don't have a hard drive that you just downloaded all the yeah. emails from. Um, are you being serious about that? So, yes. There so, were, so I did. I did hear of two people. Were they hanged? Is that, hanged did they hang hung. themselves? Sorry. Hung. <laughs> My bad. Uh, did they? Ha- were, were, did there they? There was no themselves? details on that. Okay, but there was two people this last weekend, is what you're saying. Yes. So four people four in the last total. three weeks. And these uh, are three. The first one was July 10th, so four yeah, weeks. Four and, weeks. And these weeks, were officers that yeah were that had responded. On scene. Yes. So, so maybe they saw something. Yes. Perhaps. Perhaps. They maybe didn't. they were leaking, well, or maybe they were just the so depressed about the whole thing. Like yeah. that's the whole point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, wow. Okay, well, uh, I, I, I don't even know. You how got to a hot take this. on that? Or I, no? I, I do, but I, I don't know where the world will come down on me yet. Oh, you better um, not. You got hockey holding coming up. Yeah, in a I know. Few weeks. <laughs> no, it's you know, uh, it's just an interesting coincidence. Yeah, that, it is. That's all. I, I don't see. I really personally, and this is this is legitimate facts. These people are at were actually officers that were there. Yes, I don't doubt that from the reporting and everything. I mean, I, I don't care. Can You'd you be, believe anything? You would anymore? be hard pressed to find, you know, one precinct I think in the whole United States that has four employees that shoot themselves. 
I'm just going to leave it at that. You yeah, know. especially if it's in the back of the head. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how about that for a wrinkle? Again, uh, I have no idea on the manner and how I, I just saw that I just it was that. Uh, just yes, that. reported and old. stuff. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Hillary. <yeah. laughs> Please don't kill me. Yeah, I, just, I feel all awkward now. I don't know what to say. You know, boys, we, we got to move this to yeah. lighter topics. Yeah. Let's talk about the Olympics. Oh, gosh. Yeah, lighter gonna, topic. Yeah. Speaking of conspiracy, right. uh, there was a 12-year-old that won a medal. Uh, <laughs> whoa, 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 a 12-year-old? What, uh, what sport was this? Were we talking uh, the Junior was, Olympics? No, this was women's skateboarding. Skateboarding, yeah. yeah. First oh. year back. So was she 13 or 12? Uh, no, she was 13. No, that was the Brit. She that can't won. drive a car. It doesn't matter. Oh, Bronze. The bro, okay. I think Japan might have put this in there so that they could win the gold and the bronze, or the gold and the silver. I don't know. Again, Interesting coincidence that, you know, this sport was brought back this year and Japan picks up two medals. <laughs> I don't think that's the case. But I don't it, think so either. It is kind of funny. I, I just have to say, if you're uh, pre-18 and you're competing for an Olympic medal, how about that in any sport? Yeah, it was a uh, 19-year-old that won gold, so a little bit above your bar of being, you know, awesome. That's pretty uh, awesome. Sakura Yazumi from Japan, and then 12-year-old Coconut Hiraki, also from Japan, and then Sky Brown from Great Did Britain. Did you say the first name was Coconut of that, that one? Something like that? Uh, Sakura. Sakara? That's the last name or the no, first name? the first name. Oh, all right. But regardless, that yeah. doesn't matter. I just thought that so was funny. So a 19-year-old, a 12-year-old, and a 13-year-old. That's pretty fantastic, though. Can you How imagine being 13 winning an Olympic medal? I hate to say it, but I really am glad my life did not peak at age 12 or 13. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm sure they'll go on to do great things and, you know, no, make bank gonna, on their they're, endorsements They're going to be like stuff, all the kids from hopefully. Sandlot. Yes. Or or Little Rascals. Yeah, they're, they're going to attain great things. Hopefully, they're not like that one guy from the Mighty Ducks whose life went right down the tubes. Well, they will, in fact, probably turn out back. like everybody from the Mighty Ducks as well. Yeah, any childhood actor, this is what happens. Yeah, you get into, yeah. You get into drugs and... All right, then. Yeah, moms and yep. dads do not... <laughs> you get mo- into drugs. Moms and dads do not push your kids to gall Or you could turn out like Justin Biebs. I still love his songs, I think he though. still has a lot of problems. Gosh, dang it. That's I mean, besides like somebody yeah. who's a train wreck. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, so did you guys, did you, uh, since we're on the Olympic topic, um, there was, well, one thing, like I like to follow the beach volleyball. Phil Dahlhauser lost out and is now retired from doing an Olympic competition. He'll still do the AVB, is that AVB, AVP? Either so way. out of the... Uh, Olympic sports that you follow is men's volleyball. No, beach volleyball, not just men's. I also like the oh, okay. women. Actually, I prefer the women's personally, but that's because of the outfits. Not cool, man. That's kind of a controversy. No, did you see that that piece too, where they were showing the um, the uniforms for men versus women in various sports? No, um, to be honest, I haven't watched any of the Olympics. Like I think most people. The only time I caught some since we watched the opening ceremonies, speaking of crappy outfits. Um, <laughs> that was the big one. That, yeah, come on, Ralph Lauren, get it together. What was that um, show uh, where they were talking about the good or the bad? Uh, like I have no idea. Or something like that. 
I have no idea. Okay, never mind. But yeah, the only time I caught some Olympics since then was today at the barber shop when they had it on the TVs. So at okay. the barber so. shop. No, wait, that's the candy no, shop. Candy, yeah. Close yeah. It, was, it was close, so yeah. No, that was good. It was good effort. <laughs> um, all right, so Phil's retiring, which I've been watching him for years, and there was uh, also another uh, U.S. men's team together, and one of the um, athletes was in his mid forties, like almost fifth, like Brent's age. Jeez, and, and he's still competing at that high level. I just thought. That's kind of amazing. <laughs> Speaking of memes, uh, there was one, one that popped up uh, that I saw that was a picture of the U.S. men's. Um, granted, this was winter, but it was the men's curling team. <laughs> it was the guys just sitting around the ice, and it was like the men's U.S. curling team looked like they were just some dads trying to get away for the weekend and then ended up at the Olympics. <laughs> and it was all like, you know, uh, Beer guts, 40-something-year-olds, you know, just kind of like, what am I doing here? Yeah, it's like Befuddled dart- look on their face. It's like darts being in the Olympics or ping pong or table tennis. Well, I was going to like they church it up. Don't you even go there. Table tennis is amazing. That is pretty wild. I yeah. just don't understand how they get so aggressive into a uh, rec room game. It, I, I, You know what, though? I think ten, uh, table tennis is like right on the fringe of being a contact sport with the way some of those <laughs> no, guys right. play. Uh, Holy smokes. I'm waiting for do shuffleboard you, to be an Olympic sport. I think do you it has been, not has remember been. when we were uh, playing air hockey a little while ago oh, and yeah, you managed to knock the puck off the table and hit the same lady three times? That poor lady. She shouldn't have been standing there. Yeah. Well, the she first didn't get, the hits, get a little aggressive. Pointed that out. So my last point on the Olympics, ladies and gentlemen. Go U.S. The women's soccer team, U.S. loses to Canada. Not only do they whoop our asses in hockey on occasion, they took us out in soccer. Okay. They're distracted. And when I say us, I mean them. Yeah. In my opinion, um, they are getting a lot of backlash. You know, I have been following it. Uh, Being a soccer guy, I've been following the women's soccer I will openly admit that I have not watched a single game. Uh, I well, yeah, you've been watching something else, right? Yeah, I've been watching uh, the uh, Concaf Cup, uh, you know, which is uh, basically trying to qualify for the World Cup. Okay, and so it's related, but not related. You know, uh, it's trying to prepare to um, make the big show in my world. I'd rather go play World Cup, you know, if I was a soccer player than the Olympics. You know, it's a bigger stage. Uh, the World Cup uh, is is truly the stage that you want to be in if you're a football soccer player. I mean, it's that's where you want to be. You know, the Olympics is a, is a good uh, warm-up, I guess we, we, we would tease or call it. You know, it, it is, and that's what it is. When so you're, you're, the Olympics is not as high as the World Cup in soccer – in soccer, I would in the I would, soccer world. Is yeah. this your it's opinion the or Cup? the overall? I, th- I think uh, overall. I, I would say it's probably overall because yeah, you could be overall. anywhere in the world and have your team yeah. that you're rooting for. You know, absolutely that's not set for, by country or something like yeah. that. for the World Cup. Versus yeah, for the World Cup. Yeah. Olympics. Okay, I don't that, think nice I, I really don't think um, people realize. You know, being American, I'll, I'll say this: that uh, people realize uh, the World Cup when it comes to soccer. That is the show. That that seriously is the best of the best. The whole world is 
watching. Except for America. Yeah, except for America. <laughs> uh, you know, but America's getting into it more and more. Um, I, I still stand by, I think, uh, some statements that I made in the past about women's soccer. I think it's 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 fallen off the table so much since Mia Hamm, Abby Wambach, uh, this new generation of soccer. Um, uh, women's soccer is not as uh, quote-unquote good uh, as good as soccer as uh, that it has been in the past on the other side of the coin is um, the America was so dominant so good at soccer the rest of the world has caught up and and you have to show up now to play so if you want to be lazy and you want to just assume you're going to walk in and go get a gold medal or you're going to take home the world cup um, you're wrong any country can do it uh, now uh, and the, the women, uh, the United States women have proven that to us by the way they played in this Olympics, huh? Um, I don't think they came prepared. Uh, maybe their side agendas might have been on, uh, not not focused on where it should have been. And like Jay over here watching the TV. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's why. No, I'm not. That's I mean, she's blonde. She <laughs> is blonde. Very blonde. Was it a car girl? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, Brent. Brent. No, I, right. I apologize. No, no, no I also got distracted by the blonde on the TV. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I, I just, I, I don't even know if they played last night or if they, if they play tonight. I think it was this morning or whatnot that the United States women was playing for the bronze. And I literally had no interest in it. Um, is that a, a fault? Is that me sitting here saying that uh, I'm being uh, unsupportive? And yeah, it is. I don't okay. think you're being unsupportive. Uh, I just don't think it, it registers on your radar the way other championships I, do. I think over the last couple of years, definitely in the last couple of years, I will say, um, unfortunately, I, I think uh, women's soccer in uh, at that level isn't, it, it's just not at the pace that I enjoy. Um and just sit there and get a bunch of sideways messages from the players and the media and all that other kind of stuff. It's just been very too much of a distraction for me as, as somebody who enjoys just the game. I would agree with you. I don't think women should compete in sports. <laughs> just kidding. That's pretty just much kidding. what I heard Brent say. Wow. And now we're down to one listener. Yeah. Thank you, Rick, I for did, listening. I did not say that. I did no, not I know. say that at no, all. No, I know. Okay. <laughs> and neither did I. I'm very happy that women are up there no, on actually, equal footing actually, and stuff. You, I, like I, you did I will, say that. I will say, you know. Tongue in cheek, of course. It, it's really cool to see the way uh, Sweden's been playing uh, on the women's side. Uh, these countries that back when I was growing up were were nobodies and they were getting run by america five six zero goals against them and now here they are they're winning by three goals one goal you know mm-hmm. uh, ser- seriously it's amazing for women's sports it's absolutely amazing to see the progression of women's soccer across the world versus where it was in in the late 80s and 90s till now i just think of america uh, the women's team is a little bit got a little cocky arrogant and uh, maybe the wrong statement to stay, say, but... Uh, no, hubris will always get you. Yeah. If I, you think you're on top, there's only uh, yeah. one way to go when that uh, happens or when you're up there. There's just been a lot of distractions, I think, with that team that aren't needed. Now, on the flip side of that coin is, yes, I have been watching the, the uh, CONCACAF uh, uh, Gold Cup, which is a qualifier for the World Cup, and the United States men um, played with their second team, 
you know because everybody else is at the olympics yep and the best yeah quote unquote the best yeah um and and, uh they were playing against mexico's uh basically about their second team there were some guys that could have went one way or the other and the united states won the other day and won the gold cup for somebody like me um i seriously when it was happening uh it was zero zero going into extra time and uh, the United States pulled it out. I don't know the hundred and seventeenth minute of the game. I I had well, they had that much overtime. Yeah, it's fifteen minute halves in overtime. So you got 45, 45, then fifteen, fifteen. There's no golden goal rule in right. Soccer. So you have a ninety minute game, yes. but they were pushing one hundred and seventeen minutes. Yeah, because so there was that much time. Yeah, you fifteen know, for minute injury was, and changes. Well, I didn't even include injury substitution. Time. No. Oh, so they shut down. The, yeah, it's the like time. the game okay. ends at ninety minutes plus extra, right. extra time. Yep, I follow you, you. You take a little break, and then you have a fifteen-minute stanza with extra time. And then you get a little break, and then another fifteen-minute stanza with extra time, and then it goes to shootouts. My oh my! Yeah, it's a yeah. game. It's a long time. I, you know, soccer should really have a hard cap like hockey. You it know, should. Like, hey, you know, you you get three twenty-minute periods. You know what lucky. the thing is too is. Uh, not a lot of people realize you only get three subs. I think that's all you get. You only get three subs for the whole game. Yeah, that's something that I I didn't know until you told me that. Yeah, off the you got to play that whole mind. time. Uh, like I uh, like I was kind of alluding to though when the United States won the other night, I was in tears. Like I I seriously because I do remember uh, following the United States and Alexi Lalas and and Marcelo Balboa and all those guys when they were trying to introduce America to soccer. And they were terrible, you know. I, you know, how do I say great players are terrible? But man, oh man, when they would go out there, you could see that they were doing the absolute best they could. They're just simply outclassed. You're not going to take a country like America and go compete against Germany or, or Brazil or Argentina and expect to win anything. And you know what? And I'm talking about eight, 1988, and look at where we are now. And I'm sitting here going, yeah, that kind of works out. About another 25 years from when I watched you start, you finally built a program that can compete at the highest level. I mean, 25 years. You, you know, it's, I know it might be hard for those that don't understand soccer, but it was we were so, so brutal back in the day. Um, but Alexi Lilas, I guess, kind of, uh, kind of lit my fire again uh, with everything that's been going on in society, especially... Uh, you know, trying to be cautious with what I say here with the women's team is Alexi Lalas is a commentator now. He's been quite removed from the game, mm-hmm. uh, retired, if we will. Um, and he's from, I, I believe he's from Brighton, Michigan. And the other commentators on the show wanted to talk to Alexi and he couldn't talk because he literally was sobbing almost. Oh, my. Literally so it really, sobbing. It really hit a nerve. It hit him hard. Well. And I think it like, probably cued me because I remember Alexi Lalas when he was 21 years old, you know, going out there trying to do the best he had. But what he said really, really struck a nerve with me in a good way, I guess, is he said, now look at the way these men are handling themselves. Look at the pride. I have never been more proud of my country than I am right now. And the other commentators looked at him and was like, what do you mean by that? He says, until you wear that jersey that says USA, 
until you wear red, white, and blue, you will never know. You will never get it. You won't know what you're representing. I, yes. And I that hit me so, so hard because, you know, I, I, people that do know me, I'm a patriotic guy. I love my country. I love my country with all my heart. I agree. And, and watching how, I guess, the women have, have conducted themselves and then to watch uh, the Americans win the CONCAF Cup here and they were almost hunting down flags, hunting down flags to celebrate their accomplishment for our country and to see how Alexi Lalas that been through the ringers. I'll say it. The guy played for a lot of years, never won anything, you know, always fourth, fifth, you know, maybe a third place bronze or whatever you want to call it to sit there. Yeah. Sit there and literally have tears running down his face because of the pride he felt in our country and the way those young men conducted themselves in victory, shaking hands, grabbing flags, praising the other team for a great match. I mean, the sportsmanship was beautiful. It was probably one of the best soccer games I have watched the United States play in my whole life. Wow. I was very, I was, I seriously was up at, you know, one o'clock in the morning still watching the interviews. I was like, Holy smokes. I, I, I watched, I watched the United States play, uh, whenever, uh, uh, before, uh, just after Russia fell apart and whatever they were known, a United team, I guess it was, um, in probably 1993, uh, 92, I went and watched him play at the Silverdome. People don't understand that when you go to a soccer game, if you're truly a soccer fan, oh, dude, the love. Love for your country. Seriously, love for your country. Because you're literally in a stadium with two sides of the world. And, man, you wear your colors and you sing your songs. And that's probably why I've been bothered so much by a lot of the Olympic stuff. Ole, ole, ole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes and no. Ole. Yeah. I love it. I but, love I, it. I, but I think that's where the where a lot of the difference is with, with a lot of this stuff. You know, uh, overseas, when I played, it was these cities. These cities literally played for their city. You know, they played for their people. They played for their family. You don't have that here. Nobody gives a shit if, if Chicago's playing – Detroit and soccer, let's be honest, or hockey or whatever. You don't see people rioting, you know, over over a soccer game. We'll see them riot for other things. Well, it's international, but, yeah. which is different because but, we're but, all under the same blanket of the red, white, and blue once you start Yeah, going but you know what? When I was overseas, I would watch Munich, you know, playing uh, Barcelona or whatever you want to say, and mm-hmm. they're that, little, that literal love for your hometown. Your literal love for your hometown. This is your pride. This is your country. You're gonna weigh where your city colors, your town's colors, and you're gonna. It's it's mm-hmm. absolutely a totally different game over there than it ever will be here in America. Well, I don't think we'll ever reach that stature of true uh, patriotism or love for hometown. Like you know, it, Grand it Rapids. truly is football in America, soccer, yes, or football European. Yep. Where it is a deep pedigree and it's deep and absolutely. You wear your colors proud, you know. When you co- know, college football season comes around, I'm in Navy and in oh gold. yeah, I'm a Notre Dame Fighting Irish fan till the day I die. Whether they suck or they're good, whatever we, you we, can't. These colors don't run. We went to a game in uh, in Munich, Germany, as fans. And literally, we we did not have tickets for the game. You know, we're we're all there tailgating. Yeah, yeah, tailgating. And uh, we went to the door, and the guy says, "What 
team are you going to root for? And we're all sitting there dumb, like, I don't know. I don't know what to do, you know? He says, no. Which one gets me in the door? <laughs> He's like, no, you need to pick someone and never change once you walk through that door. And and the, I didn't realize what he was getting at, but literally when we would go inside that stadium, that field's covered in barbed wire. There's fences. It's a melee. Oh, dude, and there's literally fences separating the stands. You sit with your city. You sit with your country. Talk about segregation. Yeah. My no goodness kidding. gracious. But you know what, though? What was so awesome. Where were you, the Jim Crow laws? Yeah. <laughs> when you talk about pride, though, you literally have one half of the stadium. Is that too much, Chris? Yeah. Not really appropriate. Yeah. Oh, oopsie daisy. I just kept rolling past it. But All you right. literally had one side of a stadium cheering and singing the town the, the town songs their city songs and the other side they sing theirs and you go back and forth and oh so it's like a high school game yeah uh, well i mean i, I say, yeah i'm sorry i don't with a hundred thousand people <laughs> right wait a little the shit I, yeah I, I don't mean i'm rah, sorry rah. I, my, I have my, never i i admit i have never i, seen I need it. to explain myself i didn't mean it as i was breaking it down to a, a smaller denominator yeah, um, cheerleader stuff i get it you've got when you go to your high school football games you got two stands they're separated it's not a, an oval it's not oh like this is ring. an oval separated We're, by a chain link fence and barbed wire yeah so i mean it's on a higher magnitude yes. but i'm saying you got one team on one side one team on the other and there's chance going back and forth Obviously, absolutely. We're talking about something that's under a microscope in high school compared to national stuff. So, absolutely. When I do say that, I do not mean to discount in any way. It's a it. It it was eye opening to me. It really was to sit there and go, "Holy smokes!" And then I, you know, you you know, I I come back home and it's like maybe I see twenty five people in the stands. This is like, (laughs) you know. It realized that we've got a long way to we had a long way to go and we still do you know but this weekend though or this week when they won that that's a that's a, a big step a huge step for soccer and if people don't understand how big of a step that is then they really haven't been following maybe as long as i have or understand the magnitude that really this last game winning this really had this should actually influence the youth to get back into soccer try soccer compete because this seriously is the step up that America has been needing. And it's been 25, 30 years since I started. Well, I have to say that I'm enlightened in that, that this is more important than the Olympics. Absolutely. I have been watching the Olympics and, and that's basically what I'm, I'm putting on when I'm, you know, vegging out or whatnot. Uh, you, you kind of set aside the Netflix or your Hulu or whatever your shows are because they'll be there later on. The Olympics mm-hmm. is live action right now. Um, so it's impressive to hear this. I, you know, you being my friend, um, all of our friends, obviously, uh, it's enlightening. And now we, we have a, a, a broader uh, spectrum of, you know, some of these other soccer events and soccer does correlate to hockey in oh, yeah. quite a fashion. Absolutely. Quit trying to be nice. I'm still not going to watch any soccer. Yeah. Now <laughs> Let's be I, real. Honestly, None of us are going to watch soccer. Soccer is extremely hard to watch. You know, I'm starting to understand how you feel when we talk about hockey or golf. Golf. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, now you get it. Now, now you get it. Oh, I get it. <laughs> but, well, but, do you, you have another point to make? No, I was just saying, I was going to transition. Uh, Nate and I, uh, Nate Petter and I talk, you know, and, 
and Nate's like, man, you know, soccer is extremely hard to watch. I totally agree. Mm -hmm. I do. Soccer is, unless you know what you're looking for or quote unquote, watching your position, if you play or whatnot, soccer is extremely boring. Yeah. But holy smokes, the strategy to try to get one yard to go back. I wouldn't 20. say watching is boring. I would say talking about it is boring. Ah. <laughs> go ahead, stuff. Well, in that in that regard, I mean, you know, a lot of people will say that hockey is hard to watch. Yes, but there's a couple of little things See, I, going I on. I love that too. I love you watching know, pe- that. people that don't know it, it. It could be hard for them to watch. Melissa but, has trouble watching because she doesn't understand. She can't see the puck. Yeah, true. <laughs> should they bring back the little uh, tracer? Yeah, on they the do. Screen? They should for her. Yeah, Fox tracks. <laughs> but gentlemen, there is something in hockey that is hard not to watch, and that is the saga of Evander Kane and his gambling uh, history. I guess, yeah. and yep. and now. Um, uh, uh, Maybe a divorce is coming. His wife has sent out some uh, allegations that he was shaping games, which I'm not sure, in my opinion, how one player on the ice can can uh, control the outcome of a hockey game without others being involved. But furthermore, it looks like they're headed towards divorce. They have a young child, and he cannot mm. get off from the gambling he may never play hockey again is it really going that far if you are a hockey player who's been known to shave like betting on your own games in a negative fashion then apps a freaking lootly i don't feel like any team in the league is going to pick you up if it's shown that that is the case but unfortunately there are Uh people that are saying that this is not the case I, I, I think, you know, uh, Jason, you, you said one thing that I partially want to disagree with. You, you said gambling on a game in a negative fashion. Right, like against your team. Yeah. I, if you're I, gambling I, for your team, I don't yeah, think anyone can be upset I, with that. I think that, that that is kind of like where I'm like, I don't have enough details on this because I grew up thinking Pete Rose is one of the best players ever in my life. And you know what? And it was proven he was back. He was gambling on baseball, but he never gambled against his team. Right, never gambled. It's the same <laughs> way. I mean, if this is true that he's you know gambling I mean? against like, his team, I mean, it's no surprise that San Jose struggled like crazy. But he... This has been an ongoing thing. It was a joke in the league last season about his gambling this debts is how old in this Las is Vegas. Brent, this you, is. Oops, sorry, I didn't mean. No, you're fine. Jump. I'm just saying, Go Brent, ahead. you you're closest to this. You run a tournament called uh, Hockey Hold. Hockey gamble your way to the top. Gamble of, your way to the top. Of which you're not a, allowed to gamble money for the loss of your you're, team. You're not allowed to bet against yourself. Right. So like, yeah. you're you can bet zero. Yeah. yeah. You, can, you can only bet zero. You can't bet. You can't bet money and win money on your loss for exact reason of being able to throw a game. Yep. But what, I, I still don't think one person is able to control that much of an element in hockey. No. Uh, you know, versus I, other sports where you may be able to. I, I don't know. I don't know because hockey is so fast. I'd like to know what his. And numbers. I know I can miss the puck if I'm that skilled. 
I know I can miss a pass. Sure, I but what can, what are his numbers plus and minus? I don't know. I don't know. That that is a factor. But the call other Zach thing Felt. is, the, right? <laughs> yeah, he would know. Well, he's know. clearly not betting on every single the game because then he still wouldn't have a career. Like right. if That's he were the, betting oh, to lose the, on every. The game. other thing to consider is that say in a game he goes minus three. How is he? There are other factors. The coach. That says, hey, tonight's not your night. Like a goalie being pulled after giving up three or four goals. Yeah, but most players don't see that. He could get benched. Most players don't see that. If he's, no, but the coach is watching all this stuff. No, 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 but what I'm saying is like, if he was on there for three negatives, he's way less applicable to be pulled than a goalie who's got three goals on him. Granted, I I, I understand that. I get what you're saying, though. It is very tough. If he's underperforming, there are five other defensemen out there that he can sit on the bench the entire game. If he is given, if he's given it up that bad, I I think it's harder to shave. I in didn't. Hockey. I didn't watch well, a yeah. lot of San Jose yeah, games. Absolutely. He's he's kind of had a history, and I'm taking gambling out. He's kind of an instigator, though. He's kind of a grind <laughs> a grinder. He's a he's a hard nose. Let's mix it up kind of guy, though. Maybe right? He's a piece now of again, shit. these allegations are released by whom? His wife, whom right. they might be getting divorced with. So who really knows? So maybe she's she's throwing things out there. Maybe he was betting on games, but not his games and losing. You know, who knows? Let, well, this will play out. It could be dusty. I'm just saying. This will play out. I Do mean, you think he uh, put a bet down on how long his marriage would last? <laughs> well, he plays for the Sharks. So yeah. if you're betting on a Sharks game, you probably should be betting losing Sharks. Like, yeah. you know. I, I, Jay, like, it, you know... Like a serious question is like, what do you? What are your thoughts about gambling on it? What would you think if, say, you and I made it to whatever level or show that we're on, and you find out that I'm gambling on a team? What would be kind of your standpoint? Any team, or your team? Our team. We'll start with so say our, our team. team. If yeah. you're betting for the win, awesome. If you're betting for the loss, then just in that alone, it's like, hey, bro, you're. You're already betting that we're gonna lose. That would frustrate me because I'm such a, you know, like I want to win. But like, how? Well, do, and and you're, it's a team thing too. So yeah. it's like if we're not all on, if board, you already think we're gonna lose, then why are you here? What yeah, are we exactly. playing for? But like the, the weird thing, the, I guess this is why it's a little bit com- more confusing for me is like so we can go all the way back to sports gambling, you know, Shoeless Joe Jackson, and all the way back in time with the, the Chicago Black Sox. And then all of a sudden you talk Wait, about the Pete Black Ro- Sox or the White Sox or the Blackhawks. Which one are we talking no, about? No, they were they they were the White Sox, but they were known as the Black Sox. Okay, back then. it was a nickname that was given to Shoeless Joe Jackson. And well, this is news to me. I apologize no, nope, for, no problem. for for asking. Nope, they're known as the Black Sox because it was a black mark. I'll go ask baseball. myself. Um, but then all of a sudden you, you got Babe Ruth, you know, he or not Babe Ruth, but uh, Pete Rose, and he he does his thing and he gambles on it. And then we reach this digital era. Like, they could go back to Shoeless Joe Jackson and look at up the, find ledgers. Right, where, that's where, what I'm saying. And Pete Rose, they could find the notebooks. Mm-hmm. Well, now it's all like, well, how do you know who, unless you have ledgers, uh, there's so much gambling online. How would how would you know as a teammate, know that I Right, and most stuff, most stuff is right. dumped after it's paid. Yeah, yes. you know, and it's so uh, just, uh, I just think, you know, me running a gambling hockey tournament, right? <laughs> uh, there should not be gambling in we're, sports. We're casting <laughs> some shade over here. I think if you're, if you're an athlete playing in a particular market, so if you're uh, Evander Kane playing in the NHL, I think it should be prohibited for you to bet on any hockey unless it's playoff hockey and you are, are mathematically like eliminated. completely eliminated. 
Um, furthermore, I would say and the same thing goes for the baseball guy to, or the football guy. Right. You want to gamble? You want to gamble? Gamble on another sport. You're not allowed to gamble in house. I think that's that. You know that what? isn't that hard, no. right? Mm, I think as long as, like you said, I think you can gamble as long as it's not your specific team that's involved. Period. Whether win or loss, it doesn't matter. I don't think yep. if your team's involved, you should be allowed to. Gamble. I agree. If that, I want to gamble on, say, I'm playing for. Uh, Anaheim, and I want to gamble on a Vegas and Chicago game for some reason that you would want to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, by all means, gamble away. You you have nothing to do with it now. Playoffs stuff. Again, yeah, no, you can't gamble at all See, unless I kinda, you're out. I, I kind of struggle. You, Hang on, I kind of struggle with the fact of like, hey, you know what? I don't think you should be able to gamble on your sport because you know what, Stefan and I, we're pro hockey players, and you know what, we're gonna bet on Anaheim to lose or whatnot and we know jason's on the team and there could be that outside influence that you know jason's gonna be the guy who plays yeah. for anaheim hey jay brent and i got a million yeah. on this so and we play tell the boys we play for like to the, lose this game the coyotes right you know i don't think you should yeah i don't i yeah, don't know i i i'm with you on that yeah. i don't i do i i think hey you gamble on sports all you want just not in just the gamble one on horses you, and dogs. I don't know how <laughs> those are better odds. Well, I mean, you could take, uh, gosh, what's his name there? Um, oh, Evander Kane. No, I had a really good one there. No, I lost it. Are you talking uh, about Michael Europe? Vick. We could bet on dogs. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> I say yeah, that for a pull no. around. Yeah, no doubt. That was, yeah, I remember that was dirty, man. I, I, that, well, he, you said he could bet on other sports, bro. I mean, yeah. come on now. What do you? What, where do yeah. you lie here? You know what? Unless I get a logo for my backyard, we're not going to be fighting. Dog. How would you have felt if it was a <laughs> yeah. cock fight? Like straight up, just straight cock. <laughs> I mean, define, to the d- death. Please define. Yeah. Um, dude, I Chickens I don't. I do not. Not tummy sticks. Not <laughs> no tummy sticks. I don't. I don't condone any of the animal violence side of it. Uh, and I know that uh, beta hor- fish. Would you be okay with a beta fish bet? Yeah, oh gosh, I'm a hypocrite now. Yeah, because oh, beta uh, fish are cool. They Let's are watch cool. that. Scorpion and tarantula, I want to bet on that. Yep, I'm yep, okay. I probably would. Yep. The mongoose and the snake. Yeah. I'm not going to go that far. <laughs> oh, I'm not, because the mongoose is going to win. The whistle the, the, the line. Yeah. The, okay. Ricky well, Ticky I mean, Tabby. The mongoose was bred to eat uh, cobras. cobras. But the cobra versus the whistle piper. You know, and, and, and anytime you want, anytime you get animals or humans, I guess we could really here we go, go this from far. hockey to animals. I love. Well, it. no, I like the no. Transition. When we talk about gambling, though, that there is going to be a level of abuse that's going to happen. You know, whether you're talking about beating a a, a greyhound to win a race, or beating mm-hmm. a horse, or mal, you know, do whatever the case may be, starving the Russians because they didn't play very well. I got you. No, it's. <laughs> That was pretty good. It wasn't. Well, you know, <laughs> it wasn't. I, I, when I was little, I, I, I did. I I went to the horse races and stuff like that. My, uh, you know, grew up across the street from uh, guys who bred and had horse horses. You know, I grew up in the rodeo thing. I think that was a lot of fun. You know what the ranch that I was at, I never saw any abuse. But unfortunately, I know there's ranches out there that do it. It's oh, out yeah, there. Yeah. You know, and that's the sad part of all of it. You know, whether you want to talk about beating a horse or sexual abuse when it comes to hockey or, or, gambling, or, 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 or hockey. gambling or whatever yeah. it is, there's always going to be something that is going to tarnish a good thing. You know, that's a bummer. And it unfortunately is. for Evander Kane, we, we don't know the ins and outs of the story. What's true? What's false? How all we know is, all, all, I guess, if the allegations want, of a scorn woman. Yes, it, it could be that. 
for all we know. So let's, you know, we're going to peel back from it, but there's going to be more layers on it. We'll we'll crack this onion later. Yeah. Sorry, Vander. It's going to be a long winter. there'll (laughs) There'll be plenty more to come. And so, you know, we got football season coming up. Uh, college football, NFL starting up, and then in a few short months, hockey's going to come around, and we'll find out where Evander lands. Yeah, if if he is signed, if he's not, all I know is that. Well, I don't know for sure, but he's definitely kind of sounds like he's on the outs with the yeah. team, and he already has a history. Uh, tremendous athlete, though. Yeah, like I was, you know, like I was a saying, great player. It's uh, he's got some grit in his gut, and he's also he can put the puck in the net. We were too. talking about it a little, a little bit, you know, before we went on the air, and you know what? Uh, maybe to be honest, gambling could be a side effect of a bad marriage, or or what? You know, sometimes you do things mm-hmm. to get distracted, and that distraction becomes your nemesis. You know, I, you know, who knows? You know, if he gets his head right and. He, I'm sure he could fit in another team, some other place. I think he's a good player. I think he, I, I like a, I, I like a gritty player, but I don't want anybody on my team that's gambling. Well, the thing with hockey too is that it's. Like, I don't either. Sorry, I was drinking. Maybe there. he could play with Tom Brady. <laughs> you got you gotta have that separation, and and I find in you hockey got that? <laughs> in hockey players, professional or I was like, oh, oh. intermediate, novice, or wherever you land on the spectrum. For the most part, it's a different breed in a good way. And I don't think Evander Kane and what's going on with the allegations and whatnot paint a good picture for hockey players. So straighten it up. Get it together, Evander. Yep. Sort it out. But what else we have? We're going to jump in to a little bit of positive hockey talk. It's kind of hockey talk. It's kind of business. But your very own... Brent Bellinger, oh, or, or Bellinger, I forgot I you were going to bring this up. Now I'm all sweaty. He has made the big time. I mean, <laughs> like, I don't know if you know this or not. There's a lot of men's leagues tournament or men's league tournaments in Michigan, Michigan in the United States. But how many of them have their personal artwork and logo on the dasher boards at a local ice rink? Can you tell us more about that, Mr. Brent Bellinger? <laughs> Bellinger here. No, I was uh, you know what? Really, really super cool thing. Uh, uh, Patterson Ice Center, uh, those that know me, has taken care of me for uh, a long time. You know, by taking care of me, they have opened the, my doors for tournaments and stuff. And you've been there, and Jay. and uh, Chris many, hasn't came yet. Yeah, he was there. He came out and visited this year. He, he did? Yeah. Yeah, I was there for your first game. Yes. Oh, thanks for coming. Yeah. Yeah, you gave me a beer in the locker room. Oh, yeah, now I remember. Oh, yeah, now I remember. Now I remember. We were all showering, and you were in there handing out soap. I got you. (laughs) (laughs) No, I purposely took my time to meet up with you guys until after all of that. I thought it was weird that he took off all of his clothes to jump in the shower with us. I didn't even I got all sweaty in the stands watching you guys, you know, run that train and win. (laughs) It was a real It was a nail biter. It was a nail biter. (laughs) Back to you, Brent. Uh, It's uh, uh, Patterson and... uh, has done a lot of cool things. Kevin Wood uh, reached out to me, and he's. I designed some jerseys this year, the, the red ones, the the flames. Yeah, Calgary Flames, Calgary throwback, flame styles, SBC you know? jerseys. They're nasty tarps. And he goes, uh, I really like those a lot. He's like, can you design a dasher? 
And I said, uh, yeah, I can design a dasher for you, you know. And he goes, can you maybe design a couple things, you know. Um, got somebody that I'm working with new. Uh, they got kind of like a new type of maybe uh, applying type system for putting dashers on the board or whatnot. And so sure enough, you know, I designed it. And I, I sent it to him back in uh, April, May. And really didn't think anything too much of it, you know. And then all of a sudden, uh, uh, yesterday morning, woke up and I had a video and a couple pictures. And holy smokes, I put picture or put up dasher signs all the way around my artwork on the uh, west side of Patterson. Uh, I, it, it, it's pretty humbling being a, a quote unquote beer league guy. I guess is the best way of putting it, you know, because, you know, how many times do you guys go, you've been a tournament, do you, do you have some, the name of the tournament on the walls? Do you, do you have that privilege? You know, most of the time I'd say you don't, maybe 90%. I would say I've never seen it. Yeah. Well, and I, I'd like to add for those listeners who may not be familiar with hockey and what the dasher term is, it's the wall around the rink. We call it the dasher boards. And that's where all of that's the company it. logos are at the Van Andel Four by Arena. eight. You know. Now you know, Rick. Yeah. I don't think it's quite a four by eight. Yeah, it's like three and a half like by eight foot. Three foot by eight foot. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. You said three and a half. You're six inches off. Okay. I don't work in construction. Oh, get it right. <laughs> you know tape measure? It's bigger than the sign you have. It's a big. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is very true. It is, it is true. I don't have as deep of pockets as you do. Oh, does pockets. <laughs> no, this, no, he didn't. Ha- did you not hear his story? He didn't have to pay. For I know. That. I know this, he didn't. I was just. This is truly an amazing thing done by uh, Tom Maney and uh, Kevin Wood with their connections uh, to get this out there. And they could have had a lot of other things put on the wall. They could have had other designs done. They could have had other dashers put up. But the fact that they uh, let me design it, put them up there. Don't get me wrong. I have their name on there just as big as mine. And you know what? I am truly honored to be able to sit there and walk in and and see your see, your 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 stuff your, on yeah. the wall. Seriously. Of an ice rink. And I never thought realistically, you know, 17, you know, years ago, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to do a beer league hockey tournament. Try to make a couple extra bucks, yeah. you know. Next thing I know, um I've been extremely blessed and uh it's very it is it's like cuz I know literally thousands of people are going to see my artwork. You know, yeah, I run tournaments, but I'm more of an art person anyway, so it's kind of cool to be able to see, yeah, people see my artwork. You know? Not only are they going to see your artwork, but they're, it's an advertisement. It is, you're, absolutely. You're gonna, they're going to see, see it, it, look at it, look you've it got, up, hopefully. I don't know. You've you know? got the high school senior out there, and he sees it, and he doesn't know where he's going after high school. Maybe he's not going to play. Well, oh, here, here's a, hey, I'll put a team together, You know, the, and we'll, we'll try to get into the silver puck. One of the craziest things uh, about it is, is like when uh, Kevin sent me the video for it was uh, not a lot of people know it, but dashers only go on one half of the rink typically. I don't know if people know that or not. Well, yeah, because you can't see it from the other side. Because you can't see it from the other side. So you would never know unless you're playing. So you Unless have you're the in a big stadium, obviously. Yes, where it's wraparound. It's, it's a wraparound. Yeah. Yep. But so most stadiums, put it high on the school level, side. they don't have it. Most of your local yep. rinks are not going to be a wraparound. Unless you're in Detroit. Yep. But yep. Well, well or, no, or I mean, up at Ferris. 
We got Ferris. You got Van Andel. You got actually Ferris doesn't even go all the way around. No, they, Ferris does not. Yeah, they don't. You yeah. got uh, well, but the U of M. I mean, yeah, the, Michigan does the uh, Lumberjacks here in uh, Muskegon. Yep. The former. So LC yes, there Walker. are some, but again, they're ninety percent of your local ranks. We're not so taking away ranks. from it. This is a no. big no, 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 freaking deal. No, no. Just, That's for sure. Well, the cool thing is, is the players can see it because normally the players don't, don't really get anything. to see it while they're sitting and there. And that's the group I want. That's the well, yeah. That's you know? the that's the market you're getting going yes. after is the high school player or maybe the men's league player who doesn't know you about your tournament. Absolutely. Yeah, they're and, sitting there and on these the bench. Signs, and they're reading these signs this. are right by the doors. They're behind the nets. And, and from the picture, they're cool. the only signs out there. Yes. Yeah. There's yes. no other sign. Yes. Yeah, you've got a couple of markings on the ice and nobody's really paying attention to those unless they're in the stands, but you're sitting so the, on the yeah, bench, they, you're reading a sign while you're waiting for your next shift. Oh, Hey, you know, sparks an interest. I'm going to look that up. Well, they wrapped Google them all the way on. around the ring because they get, they want to test them out, see how the ink holds, see how the, you know, like I said, it was a new, a new kind of system. I guess they wanted to test out. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very, very blessed, very honored. It's, it's something that's, uh, uh, you don't get a chance to see a lot of, you know, it's, you typically go, Oh, Amway or steel case or oh all these gosh. big names, you know, the big names. And this now is, I'm like, Oh, look at me. You this, know? this is a big deal. Absolutely. This, this is national league shit right here. <laughs> and it's a big deal. This is a big deal. It is. It absolutely is. <laughs> <laughs> They do look pretty sweet. I, 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 yes, I, I liked your post. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I saw those. Very those humbling. Sweet. sweet graphics. There's a thumbs up. Yeah. Sweet freaking tournament you put on all the time. There's two thumbs up. And now. You wish you had another hand. I get it. If I had an arm growing out of my ass, it would have a thumbs up for you too. <laughs> well, I appreciate you bringing that up. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, if you guys go out to uh, Patterson Ice Center on the West Rank, if you, you know, see them, take a picture, send it to me, give me a thumbs up, or, or you know, just you know, anything. Just seriously, I'm very proud of uh, my artwork being out there. I'm very proud to have uh, be represented at Patterson. And thank you very much to uh, Kevin and Tom Maney for doing that for yeah, me. Yeah, thank you, guys. Seriously, that, that's, that's really hey, solid. That's an accomplishment. So, it is. again. If you take a picture and send it to us at justchirpin at gmail.com, Brent will buy you a pretzel from the concession stand. Perfect. <laughs> talk to Tom about So I got to buy four pretzels. Or guy. we could give you something that Piranis gave us. Well, that's only if all of our listeners go in yes. with those pictures. But I think that's a, that's a, a good ploy right there. Um, take me off the hot seat. What's uh, next? Well, one more thing oh, while no. you're still on the hot seat. There's a little... Jersey vote going on. Oh, you so didn't even prep me for this if, one. I know. If I voted. If you haven't seen it yet, check out. I like the golden black one. Just kidding. <laughs> check out some of uh, Brent's social media. He's got a jersey that he designed out there for the, the uh, Kalamazoo Wings. And you can vote uh, unlimitedly, apparently. Yeah, apparently. Um, and they'll wear this for a specific game. Yep. Um, he put a lot of time and effort into this jersey, and there's a lot of highlighted things in there that um, the average onlooker would not know if they did not know the history of this team. So you can, you know me, you know I like to sneak things in there, though. Of course, you know that's what that's kind of quote unquote an artist does. You know, you gotta you gotta yeah. have your little little things. You know? Yeah, unfortunately, you didn't sneak just chirping into your <laughs> dashboard <laughs> logo so that we could get more than four. I didn't listeners. think we were gonna go longer than four weeks. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, I didn't either. But Jay keeps bringing us in. Here uh, we go. So no, I didn't like that. Check it that. out. Um, 
with kind of the history and the professionalism that you put together, not only on the actual Jersey design, but, you know, kind of outlining some of the things I had flipped through all the designs there and there were maybe one or two others that, you know, had the same level of professionalism that you did, but, you know, compared to everybody else where they had just slapped something up there and, you know, you can see their paint shop lines and (laughs) publisher, (laughs) you know, stuff on there, just the work that you put into that and stuff and then kind of outlining it and, you know, giving the history or why you did this, this and this and stuff on it, you know, it was really cool to see that. I, re- I really feel like, uh, cause I, I had it all done and I really almost just sent it as is. Um, and I didn't put an explanation on it because I, like, I don't need to explain anything. You know, um, I want people to f- figure it out. I guess like the thing was discover Kalamazoo. So you go ahead and discover Kalamazoo like I did. And that's oh, kind people of, are lazy as I know. <laughs> so I'm like, eh, I better give them an I'm glad you discovered Kalamazoo yeah. for me so that I yes. can, uh, you know, understand everything. Oh, um, but no, when I, I was, don't have to discover it for myself, yeah, when I was putting it together, I knew I wanted uh, I wanted to go back to the original colors. And so then I looked it up and I was like, holy smokes. The Kalamazoo Wings started the year I was born, 1974. Never knew that before. You know, and I, I threw the colors on there and I didn't know that they kind of went defunct uh, there in the 90s and, and uh, basically got rejuvenated again when uh, Madison Kodiaks is what they were called. Um came to uh, Kalamazoo, Michigan, and that's the K kind of kept sticking out, and the Kodiaks is the bear claw, because you know what? It's the Kalamazoo K-Wings, or Kalamazoo Wings, and I put a bear claw on it. It doesn't make any sense. Not to the average onlooker. No. You know, I, you're you had aver- to explain that one to me, and I've been a K-Wings fan since I was a kid. Yeah. Before the Griffins were even a thing. Before and- they were a glimmer in God's eye. Yeah, you know what? The, it's funny that you even say it that way. Is because like when I did put that together, um, it, it, if I know this will probably air, it'll it'll air. People will hear it before or uh, after the all the voting's done. But the, when I look at the sleeves and the, what the work that I did, it does have a very uh, 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 totem feeling to the sleeves, very indigenous or native American. I'm not sure. I don't want to get in trouble for how I say things. I'm, I'm, I'm Cherokee. Um, I say that. You get a say in that. Yeah, no, I, I say that because my oh, mom. now you say that? Yeah, my mom, my mom actually um, gave me a really badass gift um, of a bunch of arrowheads and stuff. And it has kind of the history of these arrowheads on the back. And what I never knew was that my like great 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 grandfather used to live in Plainwell, go to Kalamazoo, down in that area, and he was part of kind of like one of the little boys that would hang out with the Potawatomi tribes. Oh, cool! And so he was friends with all the little kids, and he was one of the kids, and they would run around and play, and these little kids um, would give him arrowheads and and you know, uh, American Indian, um, artifacts, I guess is the best way mm-hmm. I don't want to put it. And so like my mom, she's got a, like, uh, like a bowl and pestle for grinding grain or whatever. She's got all this stuff at home. And it was just that history of like, I want to get rid of the wings that the wings are going to be there. They're going to be on the arms, but I want that bear claw to symbolize the strength of, of the, like a native history, mm-hmm. you know, the nature, the, the, and, and also tie in the Kodiak part of the Madison move. And that's really why I wanted to do that. You know, it's kind of my shout out to my family, my great, great, great grandfather and his children and my grandfather and how these things got passed all this time to me. 
It's a very, very deep design. There's no doubt about oh, yeah. it. But and it does take some explanation because the it average does. onlooker may not see that. Maybe so like this is stupid. Ho- hopefully, if you're listening no. and you've come across this jersey design, these uh, words from Brent um, kind of showcase a little bit of the elements that he threw in there. Because um, if if any of you know him like we know him, he does not miss the attention to. To detail and the fine points and anything that he puts forth, with the exception of his words on this show. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, we're wrapping it up. Unless Stefan's got one more thing. (laughs) I'm not going to throw any more curveballs at you. I think. Thank you very much, though. I appreciate you throwing that. That was a fun curveball. I didn't think it was coming. You made me. Well, it was nice. I sobered up. Uh, <laughs> I would just like to add on that. If you are interested in seeing this design, go to kwings.com. Um, on their website, they have a page for the Kalamazoo Wings to host fan design jersey contest. So hop on there and hopefully give Brent a vote or don't vote at all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, before we wrap up, sure. there is a little kid design out there. It's like, and that's going to sound bad when I start this. It's all done in Koran. You know, like, I don't know how old this kid is. Well, you use colored pencils. I so. did. You <laughs> Wait know, a minute. That one wasn't on the website. I would have given that one four votes instead oh, dude. of giving you three. And I'm sitting there and, you know, somebody commented on it. And I was like, if that kid wins, I'm going to reach out to the wings and say, you want me to digitize that? I, you want Koran? I'll look do it. On that is jersey? that Brendan Schmuck's design? Is that, I don't know the Can names. Yeah, absolutely. It's actually absolutely. not terrible kid's design. design. Not yeah, terrible. it's really good. It is. Huh. If it was on a real jersey, it might look better. I had no that's idea. what I'm saying. If, if, <laughs> if that jersey was to win, I do not want it to look like the, like the Edmonton Oilers. I want it to look like somebody yeah. did it in Koran's. You know, I don't know the that, that. That would be cool. You should call this kid up and and set. Well, this he's got up. the city, which is kind of cool. If like he the buildings beats me, on the front. I'm reaching out. I'll reach out. I'll you digitize just that. DM him on Facebook. The bird wings. He's probably I not love even old wing. enough to I have a the, Facebook. Like I love the bird wings. I'm talking a bunch of garbage. He's probably some sixty year old guy. Yeah. <laughs> You're tough talking to five year olds. No, I'm not tough talking. I say, I'd, I'd say if you beat me, I know. I mean, just joking. There's a couple on here that are really good. There are there are a couple. Actually, all of the designs are all very good. I They're had all a hard unique, time not so different. Voting for all of them. Yep. Uh, they were the, the one with the beer glass in there and all that. You know, I hated that one. I like so the blue one that has that kind cool. of the Gibson guitar font. That was probably my personal favorite, other than mine. outside of yours. Of outside course. of mine. Yes. I, I really like that. I but I like uh, that was clean. I like this dark blue one. This really dark. It's just subtle. It's clean. Classy. See, I didn't. It's the only more reason, like a capital. Yep. That's why I didn't like that. Columbus logo. I was like, you stole the you stole yeah. the capitals. You know. that, that that's Photoshop stuff. You know that yep. that's uh, that. Paper mache. There wasn't many on there that no, I really. I do know. like that. I um, didn't realize that one jersey was of perhaps a, a youth that had made yes. that one. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm gonna have to jump on the site and go give, vote for him a couple times. I'll even tell you yeah. to go vote for him a couple. Times. I'll vote for you a couple more too, just to make sure that. My I've, yeah, I'll be you honest. Out. I voted for. I voted for four different ones on that. You know what? I'm going to throw a vote to those. That, you know a, what? That's called sportsmanship. Yeah. So I appreciate a good go thing. About it. Yeah. Yeah. If I we can vote it. more than once, I'm, I'm definitely giving that kids a vote. That's a pretty cool jersey. It I is. didn't realize that. That's awesome. I'm going to have to check that out again. Yeah. Anyways, right, well, let's wrap this up. Let's let's go home, guys. Let's go home. I'm tired. Yeah, All someone's right. wife's been calling. Yeah. <laughs> I need an Uber. <laughs> no, you're staying on the couch. All right, gang. 
Check us out on JustChirpin.com. Listen to us on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Give us a thumbs up on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you for subscribing, and thank you for listening. We'll see you at the rink. Make good choices, everybody. Welcome to the show. It's called Chirpin, you. And Chirpin's what we do. And if you play a little bit of hockey, then I'm sure you'll be chirping too. So pull up a chair and grab a brew and listen to Chirpin.